the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. Happy Monday. Forecast, lots of sun and heat. Of course, 95 the high, getting cloudy as the day progresses into the evening, 72 the low at night. Next few days, supposed to be on the cloudy side, shower, thunder shower too along the way, tomorrow's high 90. Phillies had a nice win yesterday, 12-6 over Washington. They actually fell behind 3-0 before scoring seven runs in the fourth inning to take that big lead. Phillies manager Joe Girardi on that output. Some really good at-bats. I think JT walked to start the inning with one out and then Hart beats the shift and it kind of started. Miller had a big walk. Baum had a big walk. Baum had a really heads up play getting a second on, on a four south. I mean, there were a lot of good heads up scoring on a wild pitch by Miller. We did a lot of little things right in that inning and we didn't hit and we took advantage of an air and we didn't necessarily hit a ball hard, but we kept the line moving and that's what we talk about. Phillies manager Joe Girardi, referencing, among others, J.T. Realmuto, who had a home run and knocked in three. What did J.T. see as far as the offensive performance of the Phils and the importance of scoring? I mean, after that, uh, after the inning before, you know, when they took the 3-0 lead, you know, on a couple of our mistakes, it was nice. We got the first two guys on, I believe, and after that, uh, the, the Reese fly ball, uh, when they misplayed that, that was, that was pretty big, kind of extend the innings for, inning for us. And then from there, guys just grinded the bats away, put the ball in play. Kutch had a nice RBI single there. That's kind of, it was kind of the next man up mentality. You know, we didn't, we didn't want to bury ourselves being down 3 nothing. We just want to get the next guy up there and, you know, it worked out for us. Just kind of gives our bullpen and our pitchers a little more breathing room. I mean, it's important for us to, as an offense to not to not lay on those leads and just kind of stay dormant for the rest of the games. I mean, that's how you have big seasons when you, you pile on when you're up, you know, and, and we haven't done that as well in the past as we should, so it was nice to see that out of us today. It's Phillies catcher J.T. Realmuto as the Phillies got that win. They are home tomorrow night to open up a series against Atlanta at 7.05. In basketball, Sixers lost 128-124 to Atlanta in Game 1 of their Eastern Conference semifinal series. Uh, they were actually down by 20 at halftime, almost uh, willed themselves back into winning that game. Joel Embiid with 39 points. Game two is tomorrow night at home at 7.30. What went wrong, head coach Doc Rivers? You know, I thought we started with a better sense of urgency, changed a couple of things on Young. But more importantly, we took care of the darn ball, you know. And so, you know, when you look at the stats, if someone looked at the stats and said, wow, the Sixers shot 55% basically, and the Hawks shot 51% and the Sixers lost, uh, you're going to go to a number, and the numbers are turnovers. That was the difference. Yeah, tons of treatment, you know, tons of rest. You know, I checked with him probably five different times during the game, and he kept saying, I feel great. So I didn't like him in. You know, we had to have him in, but when we were trapping and running around in that last three minutes, and obviously we made a run, I did not like him on the floor at that point because I didn't want him doing those things, if you want me to be honest. Uh, that's why we just told him to stand back, you know, because those are the ones you get injured on. And so other than that, um, I thought he played in a space that he was safe other than that last three minutes. 
Joel Embiid led the way with 39 points for the Sixers in the loss. What was his take on how things went? You know, our focus on the basketball court wasn't the same. So, you know, they hit us hard at the beginning. So now it's on us to respond. This team, they were, you know, physical and, you know, they play fast. Um, you know, I can adjust to it. Uh, it's the playoffs. Uh, you can't worry about, you know, I'm in a minute. Someone is supposed to play or oh, he's going to play, uh, you got to go with your best guys. And, you know, as long as, you know, I'm okay to be out there, um, I, and I'm going to give my best, and I'm going to keep pushing until, you know, I can't. But as long as I'm out there, I'm going to play hard, and, you know, I'm going to die for loose balls. Uh, you know, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. Joel Embiid of the Sixers there. Tobias Harris had 20 points and 10 rebounds in the loss. He talked about the challenge of playing the Atlanta Hawks and how turnovers hurt the team yesterday. You know, they're dynamic because they run a lot of pick and rolls. You know, they have a dynamic roller and lob threat. And then they have shooters. And then, uh, you know, we got you give them credit because they made a lot of shots tonight. And um, a lot of them were contested as well. So we'll go back to the drawing board and figure out ways that we can uh, show some more bodies, get out the shooters, and, um, you know, find a way to get get more stops out there. The turnovers hurt us. I mean, um, you know, night was it, 19 turnovers. You know, playing a game like that, we, we we turn the ball over that many times. It just hurt our, hurt our offense at times when we were trying to play catch-up basketball the whole night. Uh, so, you know, we definitely got to take care of the basketball and, and – um, Make the right plays out there. Make quick, quick decisions with some of the plays that we have. But the turnovers for sure hurt us. Tobias Harris of the Sixers again losing 128-124 yesterday to Atlanta in Game One of their playoff matchup. Game Two tomorrow night at home at 7:30. A couple special guests joining us this hour. Looking forward to Janine Rubenstein. She's host of the new podcast People Every Day, and also Michael Higgins, host of GSN's America Says, a fun game show. He is an actor, comedian, been in all sorts of uh, films and TV shows over the years and other roles. And uh, we're looking forward to chatting with both of them, mixing some good music and encouragement as well along the way. It's uh, all happening today on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. And you tell me nothing I have ever done Could separate my heart from the God who stays AM 560, WFIL.com and on the app. That's the latest from Matthew West called The God Who Stays. We had Matthew on the program about a month ago in conjunction with his Matthew West Presents West Friends Fest concert event. You may remember that. It was a series of live stream events the first weekend of May, I think it was, or second weekend of May. We gave away tickets for that, and it was a lot of fun. Matthew is a great guest. If you want to hear that complete interview, feel free to go to WFIL.com. Right in the homepage there, you can scroll through the newest one and go back in time through all the different shows that we have done. So help yourself to the podcast anytime at WFIL.com. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast too. Just type in Tim DeMoss Show. We're into the month of June now, of course. We have a new Ministry of the Month to focus on, just to give you a heads up on that. Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll. Been on WFIL for many years. You can catch it each weekday morning at 6.30, also at 9 in the evening. To celebrate, we're giving away Glimpses of Grace, 
30 Reflections on the Old Testament by Chuck Swindoll. The book contains 30 devotions highlighting the lives of 30 Old Testament men and women and gives a fresh look at God's grace and action throughout the Old Testament. Also includes a guide to personal reflection and group Bible study and a lot more. There's also a, a really big grand prize, 11 different items that you could win as part of that. So check it out. Get entered whenever you get a chance during the month of June. Insight for Living, our ministry of the month for June, weekdays at 6.30 a.m., also at 9 p.m. in the evening. Get entered at WFIL.com. A couple special guests on the way. Janine Rubenstein, host of the new podcast, People Every Day. Looking forward to that very much. And also Michael Higgins, actor, comedian, been in all kinds of films and TV shows over the years. And he's host of GSN's America Says. We'll hang out with him some this hour. Also mixing some music to encourage you along the way. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. AM560 WFIL.com and on the app, great song from Ryan Stevenson and Eye of the Storm. It's Tim DeMoss speaking of storm. We do have rain on the horizon the next few days off and on. You know, uh, when it gets hot and humid, you have these sunny breaks. And then all of a sudden it's cloudy and rain's pouring down. Then it's sunny for a while. Back and forth. Looks like that's the deal for the next few days. Today, though, just kind of sunny with some clouds and a high of 95. 90 or so the high tomorrow. Uh, again, with those showers and thunder showers possible. Phillies had a nice one yesterday. 12-6 over Washington. They're off tonight. They uh, play at home tomorrow against Atlanta at 7.05. Sixers had a tough game. They were way behind, and they rallied. They almost pulled off the win, but lost 128-124 to Atlanta in Game 1 of their uh, Eastern Conference semifinal series. Joel Embiid with 39 points in the loss. Sixers and Hawks play again Game 2 tomorrow night at home at 7.30. So we have a couple of special guests joining us today. Going to get to our first one in a second. A quick heads up, wanted to make sure I mentioned this. We finished our partnership with Bible League at 2,763 Bibles. 2,763. That's 563 more than the goal we had when we started off at the beginning of May. 2,200 was the goal. What an amazing thing. Thank you to everyone in the audience who helped out. We got the final report this morning, and I just want to pass that along to you. Great job. Way to go. Proud of you. And uh, Lord willing, we'll be able to do some more good work as the year unfolds. Uh, as the program unfolds, though, we are glad to bring on now our first special guest. Her name is Janine Rubenstein. Hello, Janine. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. Congratulations on the podcast. How's it going so far? You enjoying it a lot? It's going good. I am enjoying it. It's, it's busy. It's every single day, as the name says. So tell us a little bit about the, the backstory as to how the how the podcast came to be. Well, we've been wanting to get into podcasts at people for a while, and we, we dabbled a little bit. We did like a Kennedy's-themed podcast, like a one-off, and uh, we just we crank out like breaking news every single day on people.com and every week in the issue, and we just knew that 
entering the podcast space would be gold. And it has been. It's been really good. We, you know, are able to break news, break stories, get celebrity interviews that we can dig a little deeper. I'm not, uh, you know, uh, chained to a, a page count anymore. I can, like, ask all the questions that I want to ask and, and go as long as I want to. So uh, it's been really, really fun. You know, you, as I was looking through some of the guests you've interviewed and some of the work you've done, it's very a very diverse, well, not just list of guests, but topics. Uh How's that tie in with you as a person and, you know, growing up and, and, you know, some folks like to specialize in one specific thing, but you seem to specialize in liking everything or, or a lot of things, at least. Everything. Everything. <laughs> You're right. A lot of things. I, I, I've been at people for like about 10 years now, and uh, I've kind of done everything at the magazine. I started in crime and human interest and, and reporting, like, you know, just some heartbreaking stories, switched over to the TV team and, and got into the entertainment world. And then I was a music editor for a few years. So I am personally all over the place. And so it's great for the podcast because on any given day, I'm like, oh, my goodness, we should totally get uh, Carrie Underwood. And, and then the next day, it's like, we should we should talk to, you know, this politician. Um, so I, I'm just able to, like, stretch and all those different directions and it's all just super interesting you know i don't get to often interview people who do interviewing right so i always find it interesting that <laughs> those times i get to do that uh, do you have a, like a grid if we call it that or an approach that you personally uh try to filter things through as far as how you like to do the podcast and even why you do the podcast oh in terms of my interviewing style yeah and and just what motivates you to do it and how you think about it when you're about to do an interview and all of that this your your grid maybe is the word i'm looking for Got it. Well, I just love storytelling, um, and I always think about, you know, what is the story? What do I really want to know about this person or about this topic? And I try to dig into that uh, first and foremost. But also, just with celebrity interviewing, there's, like, that finesse. You know, you, you want to um, meet them where they are and be able to create that comfortability. So I'm always, like, kind of just looking on social media, trying to see the last thing they tweeted about or posted or, you know, whatever, if they had a birthday. Like, that's my entrance into uh, most of the interviews, to just kind of be where they are in the moment. And then we we can get into the deeper stuff. Yeah, I know it's John Bon Jovi, a local guy who's been on. And who are some of the other folks you've had on and those you've enjoyed especially in particular for whatever reason? Oh, my goodness, so many. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, hilarious. That, was, yeah. <laughs> that interview was magic and chaos all at the same time. <laughs> um, but we, we've had a lot of folks. We had, um, I love Dr. William Schaffner. He is a, a, a disease specialist, and we've called him a few times to talk us through just some of the new things that are happening with the COVID vaccine and, and, and what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing. We talked to him the other day about the, the to mask or not to mask. Um, Okay. All of that great stuff. Uh, yeah, John Legend, he was amazing and, and so open and warm. Uh, we really run the gamut. So I think th there's been so many. We're coming up on our 100th episode. Wow. So it's been a lot. <laughs> well, it's also kind of neat, too, because I think I saw a podcast where you interviewed one of your high school teachers. So it's not like it just yeah. has to be John Legend level. It can, But, you know, a high school teacher can have a John Legend impact. Yeah, that was for, for Teachers uh, Appreciation Week, and my my high school choir teacher, Miss Cole, who I love, was so sweet to come on the show, and I got to ask him all the questions. He was like the authoritarian back then, but I got to turn that around on him, so that yeah. was really great. Yeah. Have you had a chance? It's kind of fun. Uh, I know you have a, you're have married with children. Have, have your kids popped on the podcast yet, or are they jonesing to be help mommy out? Yes, yes, they have. So my son, Reese, he's six. 
And he loves it. He loves, he comes in here all the time. And I'm like, shh, be quiet. I can pick up that sound, your little pitter patter feet. <laughs> My producer's going to tell me I have to do this all over again. But, uh, but every now and then he comes in and just pops his head in. And whoever I'm talking to is like, and who are you? And then we have a whole two to three minute segment of just Reese interviewing. <laughs> That's great. Now you, you'd be surprised. One day maybe he'll be on you know, TV or he'll take over the podcast. You pass it right along to him. So. <laughs> That's great. You need a backup. I've been doing it all myself for for some months now. Maybe I'll tap him as my backup. Yeah, you need a day off every now and again. <laughs> That's great. Well, congratulations on the podcast. It's nice to make your acquaintance, Janine, and uh, have a great rest of your day. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Janine Rubenstein, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show, host of the new podcast, People Every Day. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with some more encouraging music to throw your way. Also, Looking forward to chat with Michael Higgins, actor, comedian, and host of GSN's America Says, a fun game show that's uh, on Monday nights at 7. Season 4 just got underway in the last week or two. That's again uh, Michael Higgins joining us in just a couple moments. Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app, great song from Casting Crowns and Life Song. Just got word they're going to be in the area later on this fall. Hopefully we can uh, do a little concert promotion, some tickets for that. But first things first, we have a very special guest joining us at this time. His name is Michael Higgins. Hello, Michael. How are you today? I'm very well, Tim. Thank you. How are you? Great. Thanks for taking time to chat today. Host of uh, GSN's America Says, actor, comedian, and all-around good guy. We have a lot of ground to cover. <laughs> so. Good. We better get to it then. Yeah. I like good guy, so at least we got that box checked. For sure. Well, for a second, just to, for folks who have not seen the show or not seen it recently, can you give the, the quick elevator speech about how the program or you know the program works, the show works? Yeah, it's a survey show, so we ask, uh, you know, we send a survey out and get, get and it's a little bit like Family Feud. We ask a question of uh, various Americans and see what their answers are, and then we uh, pose the same question to um, the st- contestants in the studio, and we give them a little too, not enough time to fill in the blanks, <laughs> and so, which is, make that's the exciting part, and it also makes the contestants say a lot of desperate things, which is the comical part. Yeah. Um, and um, I think the difference between us and Family Feud is really the time element, uh, largely. And also, I think there's a, a good deal of, um, I have a much more... Uh, uh, you know, an intimate connection finally with the with the contestants. I really get to know them over the course of the show, and uh, that's really the part of the job I, I like the best. It's so, interesting too. And they can win. Yeah, at the end they can win fifteen thousand dollars if they can toast the bonus round. Okay, and and just as far as the screen goes, each team gets a turn. Uh, what there are three rounds, right? So, uh, and the guesses or the answers that they're going to be guessing are up on the screen. First letter only followed by a blank. Uh, is the size of the letter supposed to be related to how popular it is on the list of answers, or is that just yeah? To, to some extent, it's like the, 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 the yeah. The answer that we got a lot was in the middle. It's going to be big, and the blank is about the right length of of filling in. So you have some clues. You've got the first letter, and you've got the popularity of the answer a little bit, and then you've got the length of the answer. 
And so you have a few things to work with other than your desperate brain, which can't remember any, you know, <laughs> tropical fruits other than mango. So, you know, yeah. So you have some, uh, some, but it, you know, the, the, the sweet spot for me as the host is when, is when they can't think of it. Cause then, then that's an exciting game, you know, and sure. I love it when they, they just grind and grind away and it, at 29 seconds, their clock's about to run out, and they they say, papaya. You know, and it's like, bang, they got it. You know, it's great. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was watching the popcorn episode. Uh, not popcorn. <laughs> See, I messed it up myself. The uh, things that people want to eat with a spoon, and so ice cream and peanut butter come to mind, soup, and then you're watching the contestants saying popcorn and cream, and it's like, no, you already, and you even say it twice. Like, you're so desperate, you're, you don't even know what you're saying anymore. <laughs> Well, it's the thing you you got some you you thought of a food of, uh, that begins with a P and it's going to be popcorn and no one eats popcorn with a spoon <laughs> but you just can't stop saying it because it has to be up there because I don't have anything else <laughs> and the great thing about our show is that we don't let them say pass if you don't know it you've got to come you've got to say something yeah and you're it's great if it begins with a P because you won't embarrass yourself too badly right. but generally sometimes they just say you know. Overcoat, you know, and then <laughs> on to the next person. But right. the idea is that you've got to say something because the guy standing next to you on your team may have the answer. And he's tapping his foot saying, just give it to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. Absolutely. Chat with Michael Higgins, actor, comedian, host of GSN's America Says, which 400 episodes now, I think it is, have, uh, you know, just cel- been celebrated. What What's different for, you know, that you can notice or what's been the same maybe along the years? And what's changed, if any, even if it's small tweaks? Well, the tweaks generally are uh, very welcome to me, uh, which is that I don't need to uh, explain the game very much. You know, no. I, I I very quickly say, you know, in the, in the first season, I had, you know, no one had ever seen this game. So every single, I don't know if they're seeing, you know, the very first episode we aired, maybe they don't see it until the fifth episode, in which case they need the rules. <laughs> right, right. And now people generally know the rules. So I used to have this long verbiage about, the seven answers and the first letters and how much time and the, da, 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 and now I just I can do it basically in a phrase. I say, you know how we play the game: hundred points for every correct answer. If you go run the board, you get a thousand bonus points. Let's get into it. You know that's it. Sure. So um, and it's much easier for me. It's easier for the audience finally because the audience doesn't need all the all the help, which has been a lot of fun. And it actually gives me a little more time for the fun part, which is talking to the contestants. And sometimes, you know, the contestants, uh, I, I drag them out from behind the podium. Uh, they, they, they call themselves dancers. I, I make them dance or they'll make me dance. And, you know, so it's well, always a lot of fun on our set. Yeah, and you have this space. Right? Unless I miss something, there's no podium for you. You have a lot of open space, unlike, say, you mentioned Family Feud, where there's that, you know, anchor area. You, you have, yeah. is that good or bad? Do you wish you had a place to put your elbow once in a while? I was really just, I, I'm frank, was frankly disappointed when, when I, you know, uh, signed on to the job and, and, uh, I, I kind of envisioned myself as, uh, you know, behind a podium and, you know, Alex Trebek. And, and there I saw the set. It was just this big open space. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have to fill that space somehow. So I ended up doing a lot of crazy physical things, which have become a bit of a staple on the show. I don't do it too much, but, yeah. you know, I'll, do headstands. I don't know what I'm doing, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know I'm just trying to fill that space. But I I did think oh 
I'll just have a great time at the podium. All the answers will be in front of me. I don't know the answers at all. I don't want to know them. I tell the producers, don't tell me. Yeah. Um, it's more fun for me. It's more fun for the audience to know that I don't know them. Then I throw a guess out at the end, and I'm invariably wrong, which makes the audience feel even better about me. And, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, I'm a host. I'm trying to make everybody feel comfortable. It's just like having a, a party at your house. You You have to host everybody. You have to see what they need and what they want, make them feel comfortable. Yeah. Well, and you've had so many roles over the years, film, TV, and other, that you probably have learned a lot about how to engage people in different ways. You know, on the one hand, I could see how an actor or actress would want to maybe have a main thing they're known for. But on the other hand, I could see upside to doing so many different things. How have you viewed, you know, if you step back every once in a great while and and think about all the different work you've done, uh, how do you view your, you your career to this point? Yeah, I think you're right. The first thing I'd say about my career is rangy. <laughs> um, yeah. I always considered myself, you know, I I spent more time actually on stage than I have ever spent in front of a camera. Uh, I was a stage actress since I was a child, uh, all the way into my 30s. And um, I uh, had, had always considered myself a um, character actor, which means... You play what the main guy isn't playing, Hmm. and it could be anything. You know, it could be a cash register uh, thing. It could be, you know, the president. It could be a doctor. You know, so I, I, I have always, uh, uh, I have always chased after the new experience. Frankly, I mean, I've never, I've never rested on my laurels. And uh, this is uh, this game show is interesting because it's gone on so long that I've been sort of playing a part of a game show host and doing it for almost longer than I've done anything. Usually, you know, every now and then I'll have a show that works and and it's on for several seasons. But my movies are very uh, rangy and they're all kinds of different things. And and in the old days, I wasn't even doing comedy on stage. I was mostly doing Shakespeare and all that. So it's just been a very... um, I have no idea what's going to (laughs) happen in my life, which is the way I wanted it. Last, I, I couldn't tell you one thing about next year. Uh, well, that's know? good. One day at a time. Last quick question. Yeah. Uh, just, just I. There are a couple of shows you've been in. Boston Legal, William Shatner, Candace Bergen, and one of my all-time favorites, James Spader. The other, where you were a game show host uh, in this in an episode of Monk, I remember. Just a quick thought about working with you know folks like that, uh, actors and actresses like that. Oh well, you know. Um doing Monk was great. Uh, you know, yes, I played a game show host. I've probably played several game show hosts in, in yeah. my in my time. But, um, you know, there were a lot of theater actors on that show, and that was uh, that was really fun for us to sort of get together. And, and certainly um, people like you know, William Shatner and things like that. You know, I always learn from people like that, people who have uh, gone before me and, uh, are older and more experienced than they. Now I'm the old guy on the set, and, and you know I'm I'm doing a the reboot right now of Saved by the Bell. Right. That's mostly a very young, very young cast, and they te- treat me like some uh, you know wise old sage. And I, I always feel I'm always shocked to look in a mirror and, and discover that I'm not 33 years old, <laughs> which I think I am. You know, it's, it's completely horrifying to look. It's, I'm a 58 year old man, and I thought I, I thought the mirror was going to show that that I'm 37. That's funny. So. Um, and I'm shocked to be the oldest person around on sets now, which I used to be the young guy. I used to be the kid, right? Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah. Well, I greatly appreciate your time. I know you've talked to a lot of folks today. And uh, congratulations on season four of America Says on GSN. Thank you, Tim.
Tim. Have a great one, and uh, and uh, the best to all of your listeners uh, in Philly. It's a great town, and I, I can't wait to get back. Sounds great. Thanks again. All right. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Actor, comedian Michael Higgins on the Tim DeMoss Show today, also host of GSN's America Says. Season 4 just got underway a week or two ago. You can catch an episode tonight at 7 if you want to take a shot at that. Quick break. We'll keep our program rolling in just a moment. WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app, Toby Mac, help is on the way, maybe midnight, wrapping up our show. Thanks for listening. Looking forward to doing it again tomorrow. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.